Alyssa, how are you doing today? Hi, I'm doing good. How are you? Absolutely fantastic. What has this journey been like for you this morning? Because, I mean, as as the day is growing and stuff like that, you've had the opportunity to share conversations with, with radio people and others that are involved in sharing your story. But what, what are you personally taking from these conversations? Honestly, number one, I'm learning how to answer questions as best as I can. Um, but at the end, of the, like, I also think that it's just very interesting to have, like, people asking me all these questions. I'm like, oh, you really want to know, like, about this or that? I think it's very interesting, but I also am very, like, grateful, and I think that it's so cool. Discovering music at such an early age. I found John Denver only because I hated thunderstorms, and I needed to have something <laughs> to listen to with my earphones. Who, who was it that you discovered first? Um, Probably the Beatles. Really? What? Hold on. Wait a second. You're yes, 19 years old. I love the Beatles. Oh, my goodness. What are you talking about, the Beatles? Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, I grew up listening to classic rock music, early 2000s pop, and, like, all of that. Like, my dad really, like, was a really big influence on, like, that sort of end of, like, listening to music. Like, I can, I literally know all the words to, like, every single Beatles song. Did, did you take in that documentary, Get Back? Oh, my God, yes. Oh, what an experience. It, it's uh, I, What I love about that is that I hope even yourself, that you are filming everything that you're doing so that a documentary can be made about you 50 years from now. Oh, my gosh. I always am. Like, like it do, <laughs> I'm always, like, doing something, as, like, whether it's taking pictures or videos. Like, I always try to document my experience because once it's, like, done, it's, like, that's it. Like, I only get one shot at this. So I'm trying to make sure that I have it all. Do you see, as a musician, the evolution of music changing? It almost feels like things are becoming deeper. We can sing along with it quite well, but but the mess there's there's something a little bit deeper in all the new songs. Yeah, honestly, I think the same way. And like sometimes it's like funny because like you'll hear a song and it'd be like a very like pop melody, a very pop song, but then you listen to the lyrics and you're like, oh my god, this mm -hmm. is like really sad. <laughs> But but yet at the same time, the way because I, I talk with a lot of musicians and they'll say, but what is your interpretation? In other words, I'll try to dig in and get information about a song. And, and mum is the word to many of those musicians. Yeah, honestly, um, sometimes you can like take a song and interpret it in like many different ways. And honestly, it's just like how you feel like the song is. But also there's like certain artists that portray a song to be a certain way and only that way. But like, honestly, there's. I feel like there's like a million possibilities when it comes to music and songwriting. Well, look at, imagine from John Lennon, when you really break down those lyrics, that's not a pretty picture he was painting. Oh no, not at all. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that's so, oh my God, that song is like, it's so sad, but like, it's a beautiful song. But then when you really look at the lyrics and what he's saying, you're like, oh my gosh. Oh, I mean, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a good example. I, I'm a mobile entertainer, so um, one of the things that I have to watch out for these days is is content in songs. Um, I, I love the idea that Soldier Boy gave us that song that we could dance to, but Crank That is a nasty song, and so is The Wobble. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, you can hear a song and be like, oh, this song's good, and then you look into it, and you're like, oh, maybe we shouldn't be listening to it. <laughs> do, do you have to surround yourself with, with discipline like that, even though, you know, you could, let's say you land that big contract, and they say, well, Alyssa, you're, you're going to have to do this one because it's, it's what the wave is. Honestly, I just always want to be true to me, and if I feel like something isn't me or if something is, like, inappropriate or, like, yeah. just off for me I probably wouldn't because I'm like why would I do something that isn't truly like me 
Well, see, I, I totally get that because that's like with podcasting and stuff like that. You know, people go, why don't I ever hear you cuss? I said, well, I'm not going to cuss. That's, that's, please don't make me want to cuss. That's, we don't need that yeah. kind of stuff. There's enough of that in the world. Yeah, no, I agree. It's like, why would you ask someone to do something that they're not comfortable with? We got to talk about something here that was in the making before the rest of us found out about it. Uh, you grew up loving, no doubt. And then Gwen is your, oh my God, your team leader. How did this happen? I have no idea, but I remember just listening to No Doubt growing up and like loving it, like as anyone else would. Like it's good music. Like, um, <laughs> um, but um, auditioning for the show and getting the song "Don't Speak" and being like, "Oh my God!" Like I'm gonna sing this for Gwen Stefani. Like was the most like mind blowing thing I've ever like. Oh my God! I can't even wrap my head around it. But um, the whole process of like singing the song and like going over in my head I'm like how am I going to do this in a way where Gwen thinks that I'm doing the song justice and then I mean I, I guess she thinks so, so. <laughs> when, when when you break down a song like that because I mean that's one of the things that a lot of listeners and viewers don't understand is is how we process music is that the music theater person inside of you saying okay look okay if this is what they're going to share by way of lyric I've got to be able to act out this song so that they feel it Yes, 100%. That's exactly how I um, I do things also because I, I do it not from just like a music side of it. I also do it from a performance side of it because I've always kind of been more of like a performer, all, but like also being a singer. Um, but I feel like I was trying to portray the emotions that the song was talking about but also like trying to like also like what i said earlier trying to do the song justice but also not overdoing anything because i feel like when you overdo it especially for the person who wrote the song and like she wrote the song it was her life experience like obviously you don't want to touch into that a little too much because it could be like overstepping boundaries so i was trying to be as respectful as possible Hailing from Fresno, we know that California is blessed with so many beautifully talented people, but we don't hear much about Fresno. Are you going to be that person? Yes. Yes. 100%. I really, I don't know anyone that's from Fresno, like, that's done really anything like this. I know there's people, like, like in, like, other cities that, have, like, have been, like, on the show, but, like, no one from where I'm from. Uh, so I really um, wanted to just... I don't know. I feel like I just want to be like something good that comes out of my city because nothing really good does come from Fresno, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Well, I understand that because I've been blessed with the opportunity to talk with a lot of the of the voice singers for many years. And the thing is, is that when it comes to California, it's it's interesting to see how San Francisco, Pasadena, as 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 well as uh, um, you get down into L.A. and San Diego, those are all regional areas. And, and really, they break it down like that. They no no you you don't have that L.A. <laughs> Sound. You're not enough San Diego for me right now. And and that's what's really tough about California. Yeah, I agree. It's just like it's either one or the other. Like I Fresno's in the middle of California, so it's like you can either go north or south. So it's like, I don't know. I feel like I just am in my own lane yeah. because everyone has like, oh, like, oh, you're from San Francisco, you sound like this, blah, blah, blah. You're from LA, blah, blah. Like I'm I'm just me. <laughs> Well, isn't it? Doesn't that help prepare you then for because the way that you grew up with music and your family and everything like that? That that you know, it was almost like the starting gate for for you as you as you enter the world. Now it's like all of these genres are around you. Now you get to be you. 
Yes. Oh my goodness. I have taken like so many like influences and I feel like for me and something that's really like cool for me. Cause I feel like I've seen, I like saying like in my life, just um, like almost like every genre that I could possibly think of and like trying to pull it off. Cause like, I always like in my head, like whenever I've like wanted to do music or anything, I've never wanted to be stuck in one lane where it's like, oh, you have to be this type of artist and this type of person. And like, yeah, sometimes it could be confusing if you're doing like a million different genres, but like, obviously I'm not going to do that. Um, but I feel like being able to pull off any genre and making it your own is really like important, like as an artist. Cause I feel like a lot of people can't do that because it's just like difficult but I, I try <laughs> but you're doing the right thing because I'll, I'll tell you what one of the stories that I keep hearing over and over from the new the, these bands and stuff like that that are releasing brand new music is the fact that they'll say don't put a, a label on it we're not a, a, a metal band anymore we're just a great rock band and and so I'm so they, they're, they're trying to break away from those labels yeah I think that that's really important because I feel like if once you put a label on it it's like you're stuck in a box and I feel like if you're stuck in a box like you're not going to be able to get out of it like I feel like you shouldn't put a label on it if, I mean if like you want to like that's completely fine like if you're just completely country do your thing but like <laughs> if you want to like break out of that and sort of like do like multiple genres or just being like a unique person or an artist in general I feel like that's really cool too and that's kind of what I want to do like I don't want to just be like oh you sing pop music you're yeah. a pop artist like no I'm just just an artist. That's like when I released my very first book, the publisher goes, uh, okay, so what, what category at Barnes & Noble are we going to put this in? And and so he promoted me as New Age Religion. And I go, that's not what this book is about. Yeah, but it's going to sell. And I'm going, but they're going to think of me, oh my God, dude, don't do that to me. And and sure enough, it, 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 it trapped me. And I had to figure out how to get out of that trap. Yeah, see, that stuff like that is dangerous. <laughs> can't well, put a label on it. It is because you, you 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 can't go where the people are. To me, you got to make the wave so people can come to you. Exactly. No, I totally agree. I feel the same way. I feel like if you have that sort of uniqueness and you have like this thing that kind of draws people in, I feel like having like no label or anything. I feel like that that's like really cool because it's like oh, you want people to see you mm -hmm. like as you, and I think that that's like I don't know. I just. I feel like that's just something that's just very important and also kind of rare. But like, I feel like it's happening more nowadays than it was back then because I feel like bands back then were just specifically one thing. Mm -hmm. But that's also something that I really enjoy about the Beatles is because like, yeah, it's like, like classic rock, if you want to call it that. But like, if you hear like different songs, like you hear Helter Skelter <laughs> and then you hear like, um, I'm trying to think of like a really like slower song. Um, you think of like the song I Will. I don't know if you know that song. Yes, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah, White yeah, Album. Yeah. Uh, they're like two completely different songs. <laughs> you're you're going to think. But it's the same band. You're, you're, you're going to think I'm a freak, Alyssa. I, I discovered the iPod uh, way too late. And, and the only reason why I bought it in the first place because it was my emergency backup plan when I did my mobile entertaining. And then one day I go, why don't, I've never listened to this thing. What should I do? So I put I put all of the Beatles songs on it. And so so it's mm -hmm. like it, you'll hear one song, let's say, from the group Extreme, and the next song, a Beatles song. Then you'll hear Here We yeah. Lewis in the News and then the Beatles song. So I'm, I'm tapping into what your, your love for the Beatles. That's why I was so shocked. Yeah, no, oh my gosh, I love the Beatles. I could literally talk about them and their music for a really long time, but like also a bunch of different rock bands too. Like I love The Doors, mm -hmm. love Queen. I love like, I like Led Zeppelin a lot too. Like honestly, just like the rock bands of the time, but like also like listen to like even older groups like Jefferson Airplane. <laughs> and 
I love love music. <laughs> you, you're not going to believe this. Not even four feet from from me on the wall is a, is a painting that Grace Slick did for me. And and my and, and to before I even come into this studio every morning, Grace Slick greets me with that painting. That is so cool! Oh my god! <laughs> it's a, I mean, she's such a oh my god because she's a storyteller and anything that had to do with Jefferson Airplane, Jefferson Starship, and then Starship is is because they understood the roots of where people were and they and they and they told the story. Yeah, I love the stuff like that. I think like storytelling in music is so important because I feel like it like creates like a picture in your head while you're listening to it. it's like a movie in your brain and like I feel like that's like so like. Oh, I love it. Like when you hear a song, like, let's say like White Rabbit, for instance, mm-hmm. it's like a weird like acid trip in like your head, but like you're like seeing what she's talking about and you're like a little confused, but you're like, I get it. <laughs> yep, yep. So with, with your love for classic rock and no, let's take that label off for your love for music. Who do you want to have a conversation with and how would you share that journey with future listeners so that they too can be inspired? Oh my gosh! Can it be like a person that's dead? Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Yeah, because oh you God, know what? They're, they're, we, if if you watch the movie Beautiful Mind with Russell Crowe, they're walking beside us anyway. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Freddie Mercury, like a hundred percent. I love Freddie Mercury. Mm-hmm. Like I've always just loved how graceful he was, like on stage. Like I feel like he was so natural at just performing, and I would love to like talk to him about that. Because, like, I love to sing, but I also love to perform. And I feel like he was one of, like, the greatest at it, like, ever. Um, and so I would love to pick his brain on that and, like, see where he gets his inspiration from and, like, how he just, like, snaps into it. Like, I feel like he was just always meant for that, though. How many times have you seen Bohemian Rhapsody? I'm up to seven times. I feel like I've seen it more than that. I remember, like, the first time, like, I watched it, I was like, Oh my god! And then I like replayed it again because I was like, I have to see it again. I think I've seen it at least like ten times. I'm not even kidding. Like I, I love that movie, and I think that um, Rami Malek did a really good job at playing Freddie Mercury. So now, have your parents sat down with you and talked about their personal experience with with the group Queen? Because I mean, I, I, I this is going to age me here, but I, I've been there since day one of their songs, and to hear them come across an AM radio when I was a kid, I mean, it it just totally blew me away. Oh yeah, my both my parents love Queen, and so whenever like we're around the house, like they were always playing like funny stuff, and like me and my dad have this like really like morbid like it's a joke, it's like an inside joke with me and him because we think it's funny. Uh, we have this like funny little like joke where we're like, oh my god, like my dad was like, when I die, he was like, at my funeral, you're gonna get a boombox, you're gonna play another one, bites the dust, yep. and I was like, yep. Yep. I was like, oh, my God, that is so terrible, but it's hilarious. And so, like, me and my dad, like, we always just, like, listen to the music together. But so does my mom. My mom loves, like, Killer Queen. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. that's, like, an incredible song. Um, but, yeah, and I also, like, I don't know. Like, it's always just been around. Love Queen. Queen is amazing. And we watched um, the Netflix documentary, I think. It was on Netflix with, um, oh, my God, what is his name? Oh my gosh, what's his name? It's Adam. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. From American Idol. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my gosh, yes. I I don't know why I can't remember right now, but I know him and I love him. I just you know what I'm talking about yeah, though, yeah. how he was queen and like how he didn't want to be Freddie Mercury, but like they like Brian and um, Roger like they loved working with him, so like I thought that was really cool and like 
I'm like, what an experience. I'm like, wow, you get to work with the queen. Like, what? Well, he totally sets up the concert. When 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 I caught them here in Charlotte, he, when he walks out there, he says, I'm not Freddie Mercury. I'm not going to impersonate Freddie. Tonight, I am Adam, who happens to be playing with the group queen. He totally Adam sets Lambert. you up. And all of us, and all of a sudden, you're, you, you just, you're taken away by this entire performance. Yeah, he's an incredible vocalist. I remember watching him and I was like, wow, how did you not win American Idol? <laughs> um, I, I remember his name. It's Adam Lambert. I don't yep, know how I yep. forgot. Um, well, because yeah, we get it confused with Adam Levine. It's too close. Yes, right? <laughs> um, I'm like, oh, uh, there's so many Adams. Um, but yeah, I love that he like isn't trying to be Freddie. Like, he knows he's not. And I don't think anybody could ever be him. Right. Like, Freddie is just like, he's his own entity like i don't know <laughs> um but he's incredible and i love like what he's done with the band and i think that like he's i feel like he's doing like right by freddie though by like not trying to be him yep yep see now it's your chance to bring glam rock forward with a female lead vocalist that's on her way to the rock and roll hall of fame all right we just playing oh that'd scene. be so cool <laughs> oh my gosh i can't Oh, that'd be so cool <laughs> Alyssa, you got to come back to this show anytime in the future the door is always going to be open for you Oh my god, I would love it. I'm having a good time. I'm actually like I love talking about music. And this is like the first interview of like the day where I just didn't talk about like me on the show. Like I love just talking about music. Like I could talk about it for days and days. Absolutely, absolutely. Will you be brilliant today, okay? Thank you. You too. You bet. Thank you. Thank you.